Welcome to the AI Hustle Podcast, the podcast where we break down the latest in AI news, tools, and interview experts helping you hustle and do more using AI. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AI Box. AI Box is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. GitHub has just announced a big new product that I believe is going to solve an issue a lot of people have had, specifically with GitHub's AI Copilot. So in the past, a lot of people complained when this thing first launched because essentially GitHub's Copilot was trained on right all of the uh, all of the repositories on GitHub, all of the code on GitHub. But the issue was a lot of private repositories um, were used for training. And people were finding that uh, when they were, you know, getting Copilot to recommend code, it was recommending code from, you know, repositories that were supposed to be private, like uh, things coming out of Apple. And of course, this is a big no-no if people are able to get code straight out of Apple's, you know, private IP, their private repositories. So GitHub had to do some quick shuffling back then. I believe they pulled all the private repositories out of their data set, retrained it. Um, they were able to get rid of that. But still people to this day are complaining, um, you know, about essentially having code that is from other people's repositories. They did try to put another solution in place. In any case, this has been a problem that they've had for quite a while. And today they may have come up with a solution. So on the podcast, we are going to be diving into what exactly happened and what they did here. So in 2022, GitHub put in motion a feature that essentially permitted users to automatically block suggestions um, of matching of matching public code, right? This makes a lot of sense. This is public code. They don't want the suggestions if it looks like they just straight up plagiarized and copied it somewhere. You know, they could be liable. So while this did address one issue, it didn't answer all of the concerns. According to GitHub and a spokesperson there, um, the system would come into play less than 1% of the time. So, you know, it's kind of an interesting idea, maybe gave some people peace of mind, but in reality, it wasn't actually used very much. So um, developers might be intrigued to inspect these code fragments either to incorporate them or perhaps to kind of explore the entire library from which the snippet originated, right, of that 1% of the time. So in an effort to kind of bridge this divide between both desires, GitHub has announced the launch of a private beta of a code referencing feature for GitHub Copilot. So rather than an outright blockage of matching code, developers are now empowered with a choice. When code referencing is activated, Copilot showcases the matching code in a sidebar, and it gives the developers the freedom to decide essentially their fate, right? What they want to do, if they want to take this code that's somewhere else or not. Now, the thing that I actually see being valuable here, you know, they say, oh, this is less than 1%, yada, yada. And I know they try to downplay it. But if, you, if you're trying to code something, you can't figure it out. It's really complicated. You see someone else has done it. It's part of that, you know, 1%. Sometimes the 1% of code is still the valuable percentage that a lot of people would like to use or it's really valuable or it's the trickiest part, right? So let's say it's there. 
I think developers would like the option of being able to see that code. And, you know, some people are like, oh, then they can copy it. In reality, I think they would like to see it. And maybe they would just like to see how the how it was coded. Um, they can write it their own way. Um, but I think that it's actually a really useful, even if not for anything but educational purposes, I think it's a really um, useful tool. So this feature is planned to expand to Copilot chat eventually. So it was previewed last November, but the feature required some fine-tuning before its release. Um, and GitHub CEO Thomas Domk uh, expressed that major players, including Microsoft, GitHub, and most Copilot enterprise customers utilizing the original block were, you know, using the original blocking feature. So, however, he also acknowledged its limitations, stating, quote, it gives you a little control to decide for yourself whether you actually want to take that code and attribute it back to an open source uh, license. It doesn't actually let you discover that there might be a library that you could use instead of synthesizing code. It prevents you from exploring these libraries and submitting pull requests. You might be reproducing everything that already exists in some open source repo. So Dom highlights that this was particularly relevant to commonplace computer algorithms like sorting. Um, the newly introduced feature will allow developers to reject the code use it directly in the if the library allows or have copilot reformulate the code so the current version doesn't actually allow for results filtering by specific licenses but the team is working um they're getting feedback to kind of gauge the necessity of adding that they said quote we're letting people understand the match and then go on and explore or go and make the right decision so Domk expl expl explained adding that he believes it fills the gap in the original solution. So the code referencing feature pretty much tends to be more um, active in scenarios where Copilot, it kind of lacks context. So when a, there's tons of context and that's all available, you know, from existing code, Copilot is a lot less likely to suggest matching public code. However, at the initial stages, I think the likelihood of generating um, matching code actually increases so central to this whole kind of initiative is a fast search uh, search engine which is aiming to essentially keep latency within 10 to 20 milliseconds i think this is really big no one wants to wait for their code to generate no one wants to wait a long time for anything and i think increasing the speed is a big uh is a big bonus on this so it can rapidly essentially identify matching code and its licenses um you're not waiting around for that and Currently, the matching snippets are listed um, in the order found, but in line with GitHub's original announcement, future functionality uh, to is going to be to sort by repository license, commit date, and you know, etc. And that can be expected um, in the near future. So, in essence, GitHub's new feature um, manifests a nuanced approach to code referencing, catering to the multifaceted need of developers, right? And I think that the ever-changing landscape of software development continues to be shaped. Uh, we're seeing a lot of, you know, rapid uh, developments here. And I think that GitHub's latest move is a reflection of the, you know, delicate balance between innovation and also responsible coding practices. So I think this is going to be an interesting story to follow in the future, uh, seeing how they roll this out and how this is actually adopted by enterprise. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. 
Thanks for tuning in to the AI Hustle podcast. If you could do us a massive favor, we would really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. This helps people find the podcast. It helps people know this is a good place to go. And we would really, really appreciate it as it helps us continue to bring on incredible guests and share incredible content for you to listen to.